Dude, the better report is coming in hot. Did we tell you? We told you. I believe, Jay, did you tell me? Bro, I told you. I told I all tell of you. you. Did you I tell me? you? Told all of us. So right. Hey, high five to you. Raise your hand. Good job, sir. Good <laughs> job. I got it. Best yeah. high five uh, over Zoom ever. Up. What? <laughs> I said Jeff tighten up. Me and Jeff are tired of carrying the show. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, all right. Let me just say this right off the bat. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys aren't paying attention to the beta report coming in, then we're coming in hot. Like a jet, dude. Straight up on this freaking, straight up on this freaking thing like Black Bush. We're calling not all the winners, dude. You guys see those Emmy nominations? Nah, you didn't. You know Dang, why? dude. We just blinded. We, you, you know blinded by the beta report shine. I'm not I'm not it's like it's not even fair anymore, dude. We can just call it. People should be calling us, letting us know, hey, what's going to win an Emmy? You know what? This is right here. It's going to tell you. That's what I'm saying, dude. This is it right they here. Never... What show's a hit? We'll tell you. They should just it's be like, hit. oh, oh, shoot. Like, guys, what should we nominate? Like, the, the Emmys should come to us, and we should be like, you know what? Oh, You've already uh, answered question, all these questions. Question. Uh, excuse me. Uh, guys, uh, did we recommend Better Call Saul? <laughs> um, cha-ching. You're we, supposed to like really aggressively say yes, right? Okay, so let's try that again, guys. Uh, did we did we recommend Better Call Saul? Absolutely, yes. yes. In fact, didn't, didn't we, we say? Recommend, did, didn't we say? We re- <laughs> <laughs> didn't we say this should be a show about Saul? That's what we yeah, said. We, that's what we did. That's what we said, man. But we can say uh, Udo. Sorry. What did did we, guys? Have we recommended Stranger Things? Um, what? Even yes. before it came out, did we recommend <laughs> Succession? Dude, you you are flying the Succession flag over your house, dude. What are you talking about? That's right, dude. You're oh, living that Succession called, life. What about this little show called Ozark? Ozark. Ozark. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> Mandalorian. My oh, goodness, dude. Please. Please. Honest, All day, every day. Honestly, I was actually surprised I got nominated for. for uh, listeners, if you don't know what's going on, we're going through the list of all these outstanding drama series that were nominated for Emmys that we've been telling you to watch for years. Years. That's right, guys. Years. That's right. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna do a little other stuff here. So let's let's start the show proper. Welcome to another episode of the Beta Report. Yeah. yeah. What happened to all the allergy fools? What the heck? What? Yeah, I was waiting for you to say your name. Well, I, I, I thought you guys would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's up, whatever. Everybody's like, quiet. I was waiting for you to say the come on. Let's, oh, jeez. Oh, my God. My the the, the you, you, energy we just, spoiled, just went we like just dead. We, no, no, no. The problem is we. <laughs> this is our fault. We spoiled you with the intro. It was just too much. My bad. Jeez. Bro, You're like, you both of you guys were like the energy vampire from freaking what we do in the shadows. Colin Robinson. Get to suck the you energy know what's out. What's interesting about shadows is that shadows are universal. 
-hmm. everywhere you have light in the absence of light you have shadows so technically you could even have shadows in 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 a black hole like a black hole which absorbs shadows that people know nothing about like if light exists and there's something that blocks it we have shadows that's a very interesting thing about shadows do you guys know that interesting is based on the latin word interisse it's just it's it's it's, enough (laughs) call it robinson (laughs) you just killed all of our listeners exactly Everybody's like eh, crashing the exactly, cars because all the energy's out, dude. Let's try that again. Welcome to another episode of the Beta Report. Yeah, there we go. We're That's here, right. We're here. We're here. I am we're one of your co-hosts. I'm the con. There we go. We got Jay. What up, Jay? What up? What up? Glad to be back, y'all. And the mogul himself. We got Uno. Hola, señoritas y señores. Muchas gracias por escucharnos esta, este día. Gracias por tu tiempo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is it that every time when he's speaking that, all I hear is, uh, uh, El Señor es mi rey y todo. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to see every time he's speaking like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. What was that other, uh, the Josué Rosana song? The key couldn't get over? Uh, Tan cierto como, tan cierto como, tan cierto como, dude, he got stuck on that for like a good 30 seconds, dude. That was amazing. That was hilarious. And that was not even the craziest thing that kid did. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, thanks uh, for joining us for a brand new episode this week. We appreciate you guys supporting and listening to the episode like we said we're gonna be talking about emmys i thought we'd uh start off a little bit with a segment that we actually started off earlier this year with florida what you smoking because florida crazy what you smoking actually ricky could probably uh our friend ricky middle finger emoji i was gonna say ricky rubio that's not his last name <laughs> <Not> <clears throat> well, that guy too though yeah, yeah that, that guy, guy too, too. Uh, would probably confirm some of this stuff happening in Florida because Florida would be crazy, dude. Florida, Florida. You should, dude. This should. Well, okay, we should just we should just throw this out there. Like, we should ask him to send us. Like our, he should just be our Florida correspondent, dude. Dude, hey Ricky, you hear that? Do you want to be our? Well, you know what? We're gonna hit him up. We're gonna ask him to see if he wants to be a correspondent. That's right. Our Florida correspondent. Hey, what's the worst thing you guys did to not go to work? Like, when you called in. Sick or something like that. You guys do, do you guys do anything crazy? Dude, I know like for I know for the like the early years of like Hazel, she probably had like um explosive diarrhea for about like like two years, I think. <laughs> so I would use that excuse like over and over again. But like, dude, I just can't make it to work today, dude. Like her diet, her, like her poops are just really bad, and I think we have to take her to the doctor. So I, I, I probably use that a couple times, to be honest. That's that's understandable though. Nobody. Yeah, would, I, I could just no, imagine. No. I could just imagine like your coworkers' thoughts when they meet her in the back of their mind. Oh, like, like, oh. poop bag herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well, no. Do you have anything crazy? Dude, honestly, I wish I did, but I never ever like just been called like, in sick to work? work. What? No, I've been sick. Like, yeah, I really am sick, and I should take the day off. But no, I got like 150 hours in PTO right now. <laughs> Dang! Because you haven't been yeah. able to go anywhere, right? 
Uh, I don't Sorry. do anything crazy, but I would like call super early in the morning so my my. You my taught me that trick though. Voice would be like really like you know groggy, groggy and stuff. Oh, I'm not feeling. I literally would wake up, literally wake up and dial the number to call in, so my voice could be like just waking up or something. <laughs> so, uh, I don't feel good. I was so sore smart. or whatever, you know. So that would always work. Uh, how about did you guys ever think about? Hey, you know what? I think I'll use a bomb threat to get out of it. Wow, a bomb threat. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's the best. Yeah, I think none of us ever thought about that. So I think uh, this guy, you know, pretty pretty much wins it with uh, the fact that uh, his what's his name, Richard Hamilton, thirty six year old Richard Hamilton. Richard Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> was arrested for calling in a bomb threat to the water treatment facility that he worked at. He was trying to get out of work, but obviously his plan didn't work out too well because he got arrested for it. Um, <coughs> dude, uh, the news the news piece here says, authorities found out Hamilton was the one who made the call and had a bomb surge dog and a bomb squad search his car. Even drones were involved. Oh, shoot. <laughs> dude, that's crazy, dude, because I know we all want... Don't, there, there are days we just don't feel like working, but I, it, I, I don't think any of us ever occur to say, yeah, you know what? I'm going to call a bomb threat. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that is, that is pretty hardcore. Richard, what you smoking, Richard? <laughs> that is insane, dude. Pretty in Florida, man. Okay, this one's like funny, but it's kind of messed up because I'm not, you know, I'm not in for, for um, animal cruelty, right? But oh, uh, no. Florida man accused of kicking a chicken like a football player would kick a field goal. <laughs> That's terrible, dude. <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> Bro, I just pictured like in my mind, like all the feathers just like exploding <laughs> the second that he kicked. It's just like, the, okay. how did that get him out of work, though? No, this is a this is not. He was not trying to get out of work. Oh, he just kicked. <laughs> got it. He just he said. <laughs> uh, he he. There's no reason for him uh, assaulting. A chicken. Uh, they were in the middle of argument with his girlfriend, and the chicken was. Going, I like. I like. I like how the news story puts it. He says he and his girlfriend were in the middle of an argument while the chicken was going about its business. <laughs> uh, his girlfriend had become concerned about the chicken's well-being when she called the police, and he grabbed the chicken and kicked it like a field goal. <laughs> oh my, oh god. my gosh! The chicken suffered broken ribs. The deputies say. That's. That's messed up, but it's funny. Hey, I would just chicken. say I was making dinner. Like exactly, dude. We're eat that. that chicken is nice and tenderized now, dude. All right, I have yeah, a confession that, to that make. Meat is gonna be. I have a confession to make. I never assaulted an animal like that, but I did. Uh -oh. I do remember when we lived in on Elizabeth Street, Jay. Mm -hmm. You were like little, and, and I don't know if you remember that house. You were little. Uh, do you remember the house? Yeah, I remember that house. house. Yes, okay. we, we vividly remember that house. Okay. I remember that carport too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah my little <laughs> So, um, funny. There was a kitten that showed up in the backyard, and I was like, "Oh, look, it's a kitten!" So I grabbed it and like I was like petting it, and I was like, "Oh, it looks, you know, it's a kid, it's a kitten." And then it like dug its claws at me, oh, like shoot. on my arm, and I just remember. Like, just reacting. Well, I threw that thing like a defending football. Defending yourself. I defending, threw it, dude. I grabbed yourself. it. You defended I, yourself. Yes, I did. Yeah, dude. I was defending myself. 
Uh, I think, uh, you know, I probably at that moment, I didn't want to punt it, but that's what I felt like. But instead, I threw it. And I <laughs> threw the cat, and it went to the neighbor's house oh, and shoot. landed on its screen, on the, on the screen where their, I guess that's where their, part of their kitchen was. And the uh-huh. and the cat landed right on the, um, on the screen, and it was attached like the screen, like just like that. I was like, "Oh snap!" And it stayed there for like a good twenty seconds before it left. <laughs> I think it was gonna be like a cartoon. It was gonna like just uh, slide down slowly. Like slide down, slowly, like, like <laughs> I know, just like rip the screen. I think you probably should. yeah, I know. We probably would have done that, right? Dude, that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, that's all the stories I got for right now. I'm gonna save the other ones for some other time. I don't want to go through all of them, but I thought that was funny. To, to Florida, but you're smoking. There you go. Thank you. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna need a um a uh, theme song for that or a theme intro for that. We have to ask uh, Jason to put something up. Heck, not, dude. I got you. Florida, what you smoking? Oh, Florida, why you talking? Florida, you always smoking. You so crazy. Florida. Perfect. Is that Miami? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to save that, dude. I'm going to have to save it so we can uh, use it for next time, dude. I got you. <laughs> That's right, dude. So, all right, we wanted to talk Emmys because the Emmy nominations just came out, bro. And what's crazy about this, dude, and I, I just read this too, man. I had no idea. Netflix has a total of 160 nominations through all hey. its TV shows, dude. More hey. than any network or streaming, uh, streaming platform, which is crazy. Now you know, dude, that Netflix, all that money that they're uh, investing in these like original shows and movies... I mean, eventually it's going to pay off, man. They, they're getting these nominations for these shows, dude. So that's crazy. 160 nominations in total. That's a trip, dude. And that, so, is pretty, that is pretty crazy. So I just wanted to read some of the stuff out real quick. Ozark and Secession lead all dra- drama categories with 18 nominations each. That's crazy. Ozark and Secession each had 18 nominations, uh, Emmy nominations. Uh, Ozark and Succession are marvelous. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. speaking of marvelous, marvelous Mrs. Maisel dominated the comedy side with twenty nominations, dude. That was that was one of our gold tier shows back when it came out. Yes, we recommended that show and said, "Hey, you have to watch yes, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel." Yes, sir. Gold medal, one hundred percent. Guys, who do you guys think had the most nominations overall over all the TV shows? I thought you said the Succession uh, and Ozark no, were the most nominated. They they led the drama categories. You're saying all 18. in total? In total. There's uh, one show uh, on all categories that beat all the shows with the you know most uh Emmy nominations. Which show is that? I I'll, I'll tell you right now, it had 26 nominations. Damn. Most for Eve. any oh, show. I know what it was. I'm going to say Killing Eve. Uh, no, no, but I like that show. Watchmen, bro. Watchmen, dude. Oh, Watchmen, Watchmen had Watchmen 26 Watchmen, Emmy nominations, including Damn. Regina King for Best Actress, dude. Dude, that's crazy. And you know what's crazy to me? Is the fact that they're not even going to make a season two, man. No. That's it. Just one season. Yeah. You know? And I kind of like when they make decisions like that, dude. That, that standalone. I that, too. You know, don't try to make it more than it should, you know? 
Walking Dead. We're talking about you. Just lost. Yep. You know, lost. Perfect example. Just yep. do a certain amount of seasons and you're good to go. But yeah. you know, they Just try tell to a good story. Yeah, tell yeah. a good story and be content with making a good story. Yeah. Yep. And I think they did that with Watchmen. So even though we'd probably wanted to know what else happens, I think I think you leave it as is and it's perfect. So absolutely, dude. Absolutely. So let's talk about real quick, guys. What do you guys um is there anything that stands out for you guys this year? We'll talk about each category real quick. So I, one thing that I did want to point out um, as far as stands out, it's and you kind of alluded to it earlier, is just how many streaming services um, are got nominated versus like traditional networks, right? Like uh, we just mentioned, let me just kind of go through like streaming services, right? So like Rami, right? Like that's that comedy with Rami Youssef, like that's a streaming service. Marvelous Ms. Maisel is a streaming service. Um, of course, Ozark is a streaming service. Morning Show. Um, what else? The Crown. Oh. Ozark. Did I say Ozark? Yeah, yeah but, but the- just uh, just the amount of of um, streaming shows that are got nominated was like, dang. Well, and it's just like a. You're absolutely uh, right, dude. Tell for the future. Uh, you're abs- you're absolutely right. Look, if you look at the all the nominated shows in the drama series, Jay, without even looking, how many of those shows are um, uh, from a network? From like a regular TV network? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say one. I'm not looking. Close. Two only. Two. Oh, Two of them. The uh, Better Call Saul. Oh. <laughs> oh wait. Better call Saul. And that's Killing three. Eve. No, and then Succession. It's HBO. So that's three. Okay. It's not a regular network though, is it? Still, still though, still that's a that's a high number. I mean, that's a low number. It's but not it, like but it's not regular. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine nominations. Only three are networks. But would we call Succession regular network though, HBO? I mean, because it's a pay it's, channel. It's not basic cable. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's HBO. It's not regular yeah. TV. So yeah, I guess you could put such in there. But still, I think the fact that uh, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, all of those are in the drama series is crazy, crazy. Yeah, super. One thing that surprised me from the Emmy nods. Uh, is how much sci-fi is in here, dude. How much nerd stuff is in here. Because usually that doesn't... When you take out Game of Thrones, usually, you know, there was always people like, you know, th- there were good seasons of Walking Dead, despite where it's at now, but never got nominated. I mean, Andrew yeah. Lincoln, you know, was did a great job, and um, the guy who played Herschel was amazing in season three. So they they always got overlooked. But when you look at it now, man, it's awesome. Like for us, nerds, right, that we like sci-fi and some of this, you know, fantasy type stuff. Uh, aside from, you know, the, the regular stuff, I think it's pretty cool, right? Because, I mean, we're, we just talked about Watchmen uh, being um, nominated. But we also got The Mandalorian. That's why I said at the beginning, that surprised me. I didn't, I didn't think it would be – it didn't cross my mind. Yeah. I mean, it definitely deserves it. I think it was an amazing sure. show. It was well Heck done. Yeah. Deborah Chow and Taika, Taika Watiti, probably the standout directors of those shows, of that show. Um, 
I, I thought it was wonderfully done. The music. If you guys haven't gone and seen uh, Disney Gallery, the uh, sort of like the making of The Mandalorian, you need to go back and watch it, man. It's just They take you behind Jeff. the scenes, dude, to really watch, you know. What's up? Do you, do you forget the super fanboys that we are of our boy Ludwig? That's right, dude. Bom, 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 bom. Lud, Lud, Ludwig? <laughs> dude, we've been talking about Ludwig's wah, 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 Black Panther. Wah, 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 wah. <clears throat> Did you see him play that on? I forgot what the name of the instrument is, but just kind of it's a recorder. It like, uh, is it just a basic recorder? It's a recorder. Well, I mean, it's not a basic recorder, but it's like it's a recorder. But it's what you've been talking about—the big one, right? The big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's still a recorder. He he says they're all different types of recorders. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. But like, just seeing it come to life, like you know, you hear it with like in the, the finished, polished version of it on the show. Did you watch but the just episode? Seeing him, like, yes, dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good, man. Yeah, it's probably one of the best episodes on there. Just him. Going through his process of how he put the music together, dude, and dude, it gave me chills just to hear the. Yeah, dude, I was like, yes, dude, oh my god, yeah, dude, it just been like, oh, dude, I gotta go back and watch it again, dude. That's that's yeah. So I think they should just cancel the Emmys and just let that fool put out a free three-hour show. That'd be awesome, dude. He has a he has the material for it, dude. That guy has literally been. And practically everything, dude, at this point, like everything that is that is good, like any any music that you hear now in movies that like is is catchy and you enjoy. If it's not John Williams, I'm like, I'm going to say it's probably Ludwig, dude. Like that guy's just doing everything right now. He's hot. I'm using that. Ba- I'm using that beta report uh, uh, juice on Ludwig, dude. That guy is going to win an Oscar this year. Did he win an Oscar? I don't care if yeah. I'm saying he's winning he one this year. Because that's how he, this year. He he won an Oscar, I think, because he was up there. I remember. Or what he was. He, I know he was on stage for something, something in the award. Um. Anyway, Ludwig just showed up and was like, "Hans, babe, I'm your white knight." <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. The freaking uh, diehard, love it. Um. Yeah, dude, Killing Eve, I know that was on there that was nominated too, and, and we've been talking about that as well, dude. If you guys haven't seen Killing Eve, man, this last season was amazing. I just I just loved it, dude. It was so great. It's so good. That's that's another one, dude, that um, you put me on that I was like, meh. Uh, but I just started watching it again, and it's so good. It's so good. It just, this- and... Um, I think uh, Sandra Oh and Jody Comer just have like this really great palpable chemistry. They do on screen, but th- th- I think the, the the most surprising thing like about they might they might have kissed in real life. <laughs> Maybe they practiced a lot. How about that? <laughs> uh, the thing about Killing Eve that that I think is surprising is how funny it is, dude. Yeah, I think that that show is is so funny. It's so. Well done. So I love it. You guys need to go watch it if you guys haven't watched it. Now, obviously, we've been talking about Ozark since the beginning. And, uh, of course, there's, you know, Stranger Things. So, you know. Dude, isn't it crazy that, like, in that list, in previous years, like, Stranger Things might have been, like, the standout. Just be like, oh, heck yeah, dude. Like, Stranger Things is just going to win it. But I think just seeing, like, parody now, like, all these shows are on equal playing fields. Like, they're all so good. 
and and they're all worth watching now it's like i can't i can't say like one kind of outshines the other in terms of like popularity or even like in in quality like all these shows are like really good dude so it's gonna be hard to choose a winner i think from this pile of shows yeah yeah no, i'm still sure. gonna make a prediction and i'm gonna say marvel smith mazel once again for comedy series or i don't know man shit's well, well, hilarious let's do well, i know i wanted to jump into the comedy series real quick but let's go back okay, to the okay, drama okay. series okay, what, okay, okay, okay. what is your prediction on drama series who's gonna win well, let's let, let me let me uh review uh re recall all the nominees okay for outstanding drama series we have Better Call Saul, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. JVN, give us your prediction. Dude, this one is, it's, it's crazy because it's so, like, diverse. And it's so like well rounded too. Like I said, I think in previous years you could have like you could like stand by one and be like, oh, this is like miles ahead of everything that's on here. But I feel like every one of these nominees you can make a case for, dude. So this one's tough. But I just in terms of like sheer like nerdiness, I want to see the Mandalorian win. Um, but I think that I think I think Ozark really did like. I think Ozark really hit a wave this year where you had like LeBron talking about it. You have like all these other like, like non like movie star or like entertainment people talking about Ozark. So I think that is like, I think that kind of speaks volumes for like the impact that this show had on society and just everyone. Uh, so I think Ozark is going to win it. All right. So I actually think that um, Hey, you were the announcer. You have to ask me first and then you're the last one. Oh, true, okay, cool. Da, 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 da. Thank you very much, Mr. Rano, for your contribution. Here's your gift basket. Now I got a baby. Ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, bend the knee. Con. What do you think? So I think that the standout this season would be Better Call Saul. I think uh, Better Call Saul this this season. Now, is it for this is this is season or last season? I don't really know. I'm what, trying to remember too. What this season what happened? This no, season. no. I mean, like, what which one would be nominated? But this last season with Lalo, uh, who actually gets name called in the Breaking Bad series, but we actually get to know who he is in this last series, is. Pretty incredible, dude. This, I mean, they, they, the acting in this last uh, season was incredible, dude. It was amazing. And uh, the storytelling on there, too, was level breaking bad, dude. I'm not kidding you. It was level breaking bad levels, is what it was reaching. Bold, bold statement. So I think Better Call Saul is, is, dude, there was so much talk about this last season on like social media. So I thought a little bit more, I thought, than Ozark. Um, and even though I would love for the Mandalorian to win, and even I would kind of push for Killing Eve, but I think Better Call Saul is the one that's going to take it. 
Thank you very much, Con. I would give you a gift basket, but you already wear a crown. Oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear from the mogul. I'm your co-host, Dick McDermott. <laughs> it just sounds, that voice sounds like, like Dick. Dick McDermott. <laughs> like a dick. <laughs> McDermott, that is. McDermott. Um, I dude, see this is this is what I love about this this year as far as like combinations goes because for once we can't agree like we can't be like oh for sure this one because I think it's succession dude I think um, succession I'm on the edge of my seat as far as that that series goes like I can't wait for next season and to be honest I asked myself like what do I want to see next what left me on a cliffhanger what had the most drama like what created the most suspense for me in his succession. Like I can't wait to find out what happens next um, with succession. And just the way that that season ended, it was such a, like, it was like a um, uh, six sense, like twist, you know, where you're like, Oh, at the end um, with the way that season ended. So I think succession might take it. Um, I also think it's just wonderful, like, storytelling throughout. There's never a time when there's a character on screen and you're just like, oh, okay, let's go. Like, come on, get over it. Like, every every uh, subplot in that um, story is just great. All right. Dude, and I Thank get- you very much, Muggle. I would give you a gift, but you just called me a... Ch- oh, wait. Uh, oh, yeah, that is my name. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Well, don't this go. D- don't go away. Up. No, no, don't go okay. away. D- you need, I'll stick around. We need you to uh, do the other categories here because we're going to talk about real quick about the other stuff. You talk about comedy series. We know about some of those in there. So before we do it, let's have Dick McDermott tell us who were nominated in the comedy series. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about comedy series. When I crack up, I go ga 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 ga. All right, as far as outstanding comedy series, we have the classic Curb Your Enthusiasm. Also, Dead to Me, The Good Place, Insecure, The Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. It's green. What we do in the shadows. All right. Let's hear it from JBN. What do you think, pal? Um, so this is another one too, dude, because I feel like uh these are all like really good choices. Um, and there isn't one I think that kind of in my mind, at least, that is a clear winner, uh, which is exciting, too, because you get to just kind of, like, uh, really pick at which one you think is going to win. So I really love Schitt's Creek. Uh, that it is a show that that uh, uh, is very bingeable because it's the, the, the episodes are really short and the characters are, are pretty amazing. They're all very lovable, too. Like, there aren't a lot of... They're actually, I mean, there aren't any characters for me, at least, that you're just like, you just detest and you just hate and you don't like, anytime they're on screen, you just like want to like skip that episode. Um, you, you basically just like everyone. Um, and uh, so I would want to see them win. But I think like the one coming from the rears, I think and we'll kind of talk about that a little bit. We've talked about it a lot as of late is uh, what we do in the shadows. 
Uh, I know that one is kind of uh, is growing on on me and Uno a little bit. I know we started like binging it too, um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I feel like that one uh, that one is definitely like, in the running, dude. I, I think if if I were to put my vote on two of these, it would definitely be Shit's Creek or What We Do in the Shadows. All right, thank you very much, JBM. You get a basket full of grapes this time. <laughs> Uh, music. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, we need to hear from Louis again. Let's hear your BS, Smuggle. What did I do to Dick, dude? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think it's the way you said Dick that he just took it. Sorry, Mister McDermott. Um, Richard McDermott. Richard. Sorry, Richard. <laughs> um, dude so i man it's hard for me i i the thing i have to give myself an eye for incomplete because i've never seen uh dead to me i've never seen the good place i've never seen kaminsky method those are three shows i haven't seen um so if they win my bad um but from what i've seen um, dude, I'm a prisoner of the moment. I think I'm totally a prisoner of the moment because I think what we do in the shadows is hilarious, dude. Hilarious. Um, again, like um, like succession. I think <laughs> Jeff, uh, you're just a weak ejaculation, like uh, Jeff. <laughs> oh, Jeff. <laughs> that was hilarious. Dude. I think like um, uh, succession. There's never like a boring subplot, right? Like there's never a boring character. Like I dislike Laszlo, Laszlo. Like I, I just kind of like want to give him a knee to the gut and throw him over the top rope. But I mean, he cracks me up sometimes, you know. Um, especially because I just saw an episode where he was, was it Johnny Dakota? <laughs> oh, that's season two. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah. When he's hiding I out saw, in like, yeah, I yeah, forgot where he's at. thing, the toothpick thing was. Dying. Anyway, um <laughs> that that episode has a nomination for best writing in a series. That, that episode they talked about. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I can see why because they took I felt like they were like, if we were supposed to do a two hour movie, how would we summarize it? And then they made it into that episode. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh yeah, dude. I think what we do in the shadows, it's it's hilarious. It's also like um like fresh faces on here. Um, uh, uh, it's, it's the only thing that I would probably think would work against it is that it's kind of following that, um, that office, uh, template, right. Where it feels like a documentary kind of thing. Like, I think that might be a flaw in my work against it, but still, um, uh, what we do in the shadows is who I'm rolling with back to you, Richard. <laughs> Guillermo was like, was like, if Antonio Banderas can do it, why can't I? <laughs> <laughs> That's his whole. Oh, that's his whole reasoning why he thinks he could be a vampire. Right? Yeah, dude, that's amazing. I love it. Uh, thank you, Mogo. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the man we all want to hear, the opinion we all value, the only one that matters, Bandani, because it's the return of the kind. You're too kind. know what your majestic opinion is. You're too kind, Richard. You're too kind, Richard. Uh, 
I, I'm in the I'm in the same place with Uno. The fact that I've never seen the Good Place, uh, Insecure, and the Kaminsky Method. I didn't even hear about the Kaminsky Method till till recently. I didn't even know it was a Netflix um, uh, show. Uh, but I keep hearing a lot of people like the Good Place. I think I don't know if it's because if it's last season, they'll get like a you know um, I don't know Good Job Emmy for you know all the seasons that it was on. But um, and I remember picking uh, Shit's Creek as a um, pick of the week, and I've never seen it. I only thought it because it was, I was being stupid, and I thought it was funny because it was called Shit's Creek. But uh, <laughs> trying to be funny like that was an idiot. So but no, funny. I dude, that I, show is amazing, dude. I didn't realize how funny it is because it, like you said, the characters on there are so good. Dan Levy is amazing, dude. If you guys don't know who Dan Levy is, watch. Shit's Creek. He's sort of the, the. I think he's the one that steals pretty much almost every episode on there. Uh, Catherine O'Hara does a great job though too. Yes, so dude. I, she's amazing too. So it, it's kind of under the radar a little bit. People should be watching. Jay made a great point. It's very bingeable. You can go and binge that show easily. So I would go and definitely watch it. Marvelous's Maisel was great this last season too. Um, These are all gold medals. Gold medal shows, guys. But I'm going to be, saying. I'm not going to stray from the crowd here. I'm going to go along with you guys, and I'm going to predict that what we do in the shadows is going to win. Oh, what if it wins? Dude, it would oh, be freaking be amazing. So hard. I, think, <laughs> I, know, dude, I think the fact that the writing in this, it's so, it's so clever. I'm going to come in with that hard next week, yeah, dude, yeah, and yeah, dude. wins. Dude, uh, what we do in the shadows is You're so gonna have to smart. You're going to put me in a sound booth next week. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. I'm just saying. I think that's how much we're excited about it because we love it so much, guys. It's uh, You know, I, I told these guys to go ahead and watch it. I was late because I was not watching it when it first came out, too. I, I, I sort of was like, oh, okay, I'll watch it. Sounds like it was good. And I started watching. I was like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. This is Amazing! It was so good. You, you say you don't like Laszlo so much, and yeah, he's he's probably the weakest of the all the characters. But I mean, he's got some funny lines when, like, yeah, when when um, Nandor, no, no, Laszlo is the one. Oh, I'm confusing Laszlo and Nandor. Actually, no, I like Nandor. Nandor is hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like when like Guillermo, you really should be drinking more water. <laughs> <laughs> when he's looking, because Laszlo gets caught as a bat. By the animal oh, control, yeah, yeah. he's uh, yeah. we're looking for a butt, it uh, it's a butt with an erection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's freaking hilarious, dude. Oh my god, it's so oh, so dude. funny, so well written. Um, I just noticed that that um, uh, casting also gets nominations, uh, for an Emmy, and I definitely think that what we do in the shadows. Deserves a, a nomination for casting because the guys that play uh, Nadja, uh, Nandor, Laszlo, and, and especially uh, his name is Harvey Guillen, who plays Guillermo de la Cruz, he is freaking hilarious. He's the breakout for me. I think he's the one that steals every episode, dude. He he's like the 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 he the is. gym of the show, right? Where he looks into the camera and he makes these like expressions that are just freaking hilarious dude so it's so dude, amazing dude it's so are you, willing, are, are you willing to put that uh tbr juice on that guy dude, are, you gonna put the, are you gonna put the beta report effect on uh harvey Guillen? dude um if he doesn't have it already <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Dude, doesn't he cuss in Spanish in one of those two? I yeah, think he, he does. does. He does. It's uh, it's in that episode because um, no, the next episode when uh, the vampires who are homeless come stay with them, dude, and what's her face appears on him suddenly. He's like, chinga su madre. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, fool. That fool's Central American in the show too, right? He's like uh, something Honduran, I think, or something like that. Mexican and Honduras or something. Like that. Anyways, it's hilarious, guys. Awesome. Go watch it, dude. It's, it's so funny, and we're hoping that that will be the comedy series uh, winner, um, what we do in the shadows. And also, Taika's getting a little bit hot right now. Um with what he's doing, yeah. he's filming a Star Wars movie. He got nominated uh, for voice acting in this year's Emmy nods too. Uh, he won an Academy Award for screenwriting and uh, original screenplay for. Did Europe. he get nominated for um, IG? One. Yeah. 18? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, so hopefully he. The, yeah, yeah, he definitely deserves that. So hopefully that will kind of push what we do in the shadows towards the cream of the crop there. So. I want to say something before we move on from this from this category. Um, although we didn't think it's going to be a winner, I'm happy to see Insecure again on this list, and I want to go on a little rant. So uh, black lives still matter, uh, despite what uh, your social media not being popping about uh, black lives. But I think um, I want to say, like, I think it's important, and I, I think it's great that we're recognizing when uh, communities tell their own stories, right? Like I started watching, I wanted, I started watching Euphoria, right? And like, um, I come to learn like that the writer for that story, uh, ah, freaking Levinson, I forget, but he's he's just like a Hollywood guy who grew up with a, a director dad, Barry? and he's telling this story. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Barry's his dad. That's what I mean. Son. That's his dad because he said yeah. dad, right? Mm-hmm. Barry Barry Levinson's his dad, but but. Like, obviously, he, you know, when your dad's a, a famous Hollywood person, you're not growing up, you know, in a single family, like, environment, you know, like a single income environment. Like, it's not, you can't. So one thing that I kind of, like, have been annoyed by with Euphoria is just, like, I feel like it's somebody else telling somebody else's story, right? Um, and I just I just don't like that because you, what are you basing that characterization on right like this is you know unless you're doing research or you're from that community then you're relying on some on stereotypes or whatever but anyway um i love that insecure is uh written by Issa ray and that she's uh, the creative force behind it um i love that you know communities should have the right to tell their own stories and other people shouldn't have the right to tell your story for you so I just think I just want to say like it's great to have um, it's great that Insecure is nominated. And I know it's it's a hot show. It's, I know it's not like its first nomination, but I think uh, right now that um, w- with the social climate, I don't want to forget um, the importance of voices, right? Like uh, the importance of you telling your story and not having somebody else say it for you. So uh, Bravo, Insecure, and it's important. They, like also, it's important for people to tell their own stories because. Um, like I think a way that, um, a, a way that someone else telling your story for you affects you is like, it can create all sorts of like, you know, negative perceptions of yourself. Like if you see yourself as a cholo on TV all the time, or you see yourself as the gardener all the time, then when you're, when you finally make it into an office, you feel like you don't belong there. 
Um, when you make it into, you know, like a, a hospital, you might feel like you don't belong there. You might feel like you're taking someone else's space because you've been told by other people that where you belong is here, where you belong is there. And that's rubbish. Um, uh, so it's great to see, you know, communities tell their own stories. And I'm done with my soapbox. Back to well, you, Richard. Oh. No, no, I'm glad no, you... I'm saying, well, <clears throat> to just kind of piggyback on that, too, I know that there's a big issue within the, like, the Latinx community or whatever because there isn't any, uh, there isn't any Latin re- representation in terms of nominations in the Emmys this year, like, at all. I know we, we talked about uh, Harvey Guillen, who's a part of, like, an ensemble cast, but he himself isn't nominated and he himself isn't a part like being uh, um, uh, nominated or, or valued, um, you know, for his work on that show, uh, you know, uh, on his own. So I think that's just going with Uno's point too, is just like representation really does matter. And it is important to like, to give props where props are due and just making sure that we're making those like cultural adjustments of, um, you know, like uh, appreciating uh, people of color uh, who are putting out shows that are authentic and that are entertaining too, but, um, you know, who need to get that, uh, who need to get that shine too. Yeah, and um, I have to say that Insecure, I, I've never watched it, but through like the articles I read and, and social media, it, it gets a lot of love. People really like the show. In fact, one article put it out there as one of the best TV shows out there right now, which is Insecure. So I've never really seen it. I, I, I want to. It's been on my list to go back and see what people are, why people are talking about it. But um, uh, this obviously doesn't put her whole, um, her whole body of work in perspective, but uh, Issa Rae in <laughs> that small movie that came out in, on uh, with Netflix with um, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, Oh yeah, Lovebirds, dude, yeah. it was pretty good. Love and Birds she was, good. she, I think she was, I, I think she stole the show too on that, dude. She was yeah, amazing. Yeah. She was really, really good. I thought she was really funny, and yeah. um, I definitely think that she that hopefully will get her even more. But I don't even think she needs it from the fact that she gets so much from Insecure, not so much. I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to put it that way, but I think that um, she's she's really great in that so i'm assuming that she's really good and insecure so i'm glad that he's getting a lot of attention and so people can get some eyes on it and we, we definitely want to go back and watch it too so yeah definitely yeah uh, it's important that uh it gets some recognition for sure um so did you guys know that um like she had like the way she kind of put out started putting out work was a youtube channel she had a YouTube channel where she was writing and producing and putting out like TV episodes. And that's, that was kind of like her first platform for putting out, um, putting out content. It was called uh, the misadventures of awkward black girl or awkward black girl. And it was like a, her YouTube channel back in like 2000. Yeah. I heard she worked on it for like years. That's why I hate. Yeah. I hate when I hear the story, when anybody mentions Lena Dunham, because it pisses <sighs> me off, dude, because this girl has like rich parents or whatever, and it almost feels like somebody just gave her a chance because of the social, um, uh, social uh, status that she had. Status, you know, and and like yeah. the the story that I heard was that 
her her concept idea, she wrote it on a piece of napkin and gave it to someone, and she got a show. And here's Issa Rae struggling, working hard, putting out incredible, great content from what I heard from that that YouTube stuff. And and she put it out there, and she she got that show, but it, it took her so much more effort to do it yeah. than somebody who would just hand it something. So it just kind of pisses me off because there are people out there that have not just a voice but have talent that are not getting that opportunity like people like that. Anyways, I'll, um, I'll get off my soapbox. Do, no, it's cool. And let me jump on JV and soapbox. So uh, the other thing I wanted to say is that I was kind of surprised. Surprised but not surprised. I think maybe perplexed. <laughs> um, that, That's a good word. Uh, hentified, hentified wasn't on there. I was, I was flabbergasted. Um, <laughs> so um I, I felt i felt like um it should it should have at least gotten a uh, comedy series nomination um i like again i think that uh we we're talking about communities having the right to tell their own stories and it's like i feel like that's been like the only freaking latino show right latinx show um that feel, feels genuine to me that I'm like, oh yeah, I could relate to all of this, dude. Like this feels authentic. This feels genuine. It doesn't feel pandering. It doesn't feel like, hey, we're going to go hang out mañana in like the, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. forced awkward lingo, like everything in that, in that um, show got captured all the nuances. Right. So I think they missed, they totally missed it by not I nominating Hentified. I felt that it was not using stereotypes for a laugh. Like, I'm going to yeah. use a typical stereotype to make people laugh or whatever and say, like, oh, yeah, look, uh, uh, I don't know. Just whatever type stereotype you want to think of, they didn't use any of that. It was, it was to me, one of the most genuine Latinx TV shows ever. I mean, it came out sincere and genuine, and it was, in some cases, heartfelt, too. Like, the guy who uh, was wanted to be we a mariachi. Know, dude. Dude, yeah, dude, that's, no. that was so like, oh my god, it's just, it was so. <laughs> Even the song in the background is like burned into my memory. <laughs> I thought it was funny when he did not want to do a uh, a regular song into a mariachi song. Mariachi? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was so offended. And I swear. <laughs> <laughs> That was amazing. Anyways, definitely, dude. Um, see, here at the Beta Report, we don't just like clown around and waste time. We like to talk about. We have our moments. Issues. We, we do, do have our moments. But with that said, Dick McDermott, take us to the next. Uh, well, the limited series well, nominations. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening so far. But don't go away just yet. We have another riveting category to share with you. But first, a word from our sponsors. Do you like champagne? Buy some. Goodbye. All right. So, outstanding limited series. Here we go. Little fires everywhere. Mrs. America. Unbelievable, unbelievable, unorthodox, Watchmen. Now, we'll skip the rubbish and go straight to the king. Hey, what do you think? Uh, first of all, I didn't see Little Fires everywhere. I didn't see Mrs. America. 
and I've never seen unorthodox. So three out of the five, I didn't see. <laughs> so I don't know about those other shows and how good if they were, you know, how good they were or, or whatever. So um, I did watch Unbelievable, which was probably one of the most infuriating TV shows, and not for a bad oh my reason. gosh, dude. It, it was infuriating because not only was it a true story, but the way the cops treated this woman, um, it, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. I believe it was based on a real story, right? There's yeah. some there's some true story behind it. It's, yeah, so it's called Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, the story's about a woman who gets raped, but because of the circumstances, she, she just can't remember certain things, and uh, it quickly, the cops discount her. They um, treat her terribly, and it comes out that these female detectives... Because of some other issue coming out, they actually find out the truth and um, and and uh, go after the person who's actually raping women and believe her story. So it, it's crazy, dude. It's just it's it's a it's a really good series. But man, you just get really pissed about the way the cops were, and you get really infuriated. But I thought it was really well done. And then of course we got Watchmen, dude. And dude, do we really think Watchmen's gonna lose this one, man? I think. Watchmen was amazing. I think yeah. it was a great show, really well done, um, great storytelling, great acting. Um, the costumes were great. I, I thought, I thought this is gonna take it. I, I think this is the one that's gonna win the uh, limited series Emmy. Yeah, um, I, I unfortunately, uh, I'm on the same. Uh, same fan, like space as you i have seen i saw one episode of mrs america um uh i saw one episode of little fires everywhere i did see unbelievable and i did see watchmen in its entirety so i've only seen an unbelievable and watchmen in its entirety but i do think like there's i don't know i like i don't think there's anything that's gonna beat beat watchmen but i think the fact that unbelievable is based on a true story unbelievable and mrs america are based on true stories and they're relevant today like i think that might give them a dark horse shot at at winning this uh category um little fires everywhere i saw uh you know a couple episodes samantha was really into the show so she just kind of watched it without me <laughs> um but uh like the from what i did saw it was like a pretty good it was a pretty good story um good acting great acting actually but um yeah i think uh I mean, I think Watchmen's going to take it, but I'm going to give Unbelievable a dark horse shot. What do you think, Jay? Um, oh, wait. Were you going to say something else, Jeff? No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, go. Um, I'm in an even, like, my boat has even more holes than you guys because I've only seen Watchmen in its entirety. I've never seen any other any of these other shows, but I'm seeing now that my girl, Tony Collette, is in Unbelievable. So already that kind of bumps it up like by a thousand percent because she's incredible in everything. Like I, I think she is one of the most underrated uh, actresses ever. Um, she does a great job in like everything that she does. Like every character that she plays is always like the most compelling character in in whatever show or movie that she's in. Uh, and I'm sure that this one is no different. So just kind of knowing that off the bat, I can kind of tell you that, you know, like Uno said, this would definitely, I wouldn't be surprised, I guess, if this one would win, even though I haven't watched it, but just knowing that she's attached to it kind of gives me confidence to say that. Yeah, for sure. I think 
uh, we were talking about this with Uno and said part of it because it's a, a, a true story that might give it a little bit more weight into it and maybe that's what would have it win. win. So yeah, I definitely think that those two, Unbelievable and Watchmen, um, both who are available, you guys can go watch it and you know make your own opinion about those. But uh, yeah, definitely, I think those are big time shows for sure. Type four. Well, I don't. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't want to be on the wrong side of history here. I also think that like Watchmen is probably gonna win though. Like I, I, I like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Unbelievable wins, but I think Watchmen, just being the one show that I actually watched in its entirety. Um, I think it, uh, like it, like we were saying earlier, it's just such a great story and it's such a, like, it didn't do anything to, uh, like diminish a story by like leaving, I mean, I guess it didn't leave us on a cliffhanger, but it wasn't like, oh, like so vague that we, we didn't appreciate the story that came before it. Uh, I feel like it told like a well-rounded complete story and, and like the narrative was just kind of like where it left us was like a good place to leave us. Cause we just get to continue on like with our own imaginations of whether, uh, whether, uh, um, what was her name? Um, uh, uh, sister, sister night, S- sister night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sister night actually became like the new Dr. Manhattan, uh, which is awesome. Like it's an awesome place to, to leave you. Uh, just to, to just to just to ponder, right? Just to think, did, is yeah, she dude. or not? Yeah, yeah, definitely, dude. It's one of those like Inception moments. Like, is that is is the uh, is it still spinning or did it wobble or what's happening? Like, yeah, yeah. you just don't know, which is pretty dope. That's right. That's right. All right, so uh, we come to the end of the show, but before we go, we gotta give our pick of the week. Pick of the week. That's right. So we're gonna pick what we think or what we uh, recommend you guys watching. So we're gonna go around the room real quick. And see what people pick to watch. Uno, what do you pick for people to watch? Dude, um, I hate to uh, beat a dead horse or uh, uh, sound redundant, but you said it last week. I followed your directions. We sang its praise. What we do in the shadows, so good. Go watch it. So good. Gold medal show for me. Gold medal show. Is it gold medal show for all of us? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Gold medal show, ladies and gentlemen. We don't have gold medal shows just any time, dude. We don't. We don't so, hand them out like candy. No, we no, don't. We don't, dude. It's rare that all three of us agree on a show being great, they right? Are, so like, earned. what we do in the shadows, go watch it. It is hilarious. Okay, Jay. <laughs> um. So I am going to go with uh, uh. Shoot, I lost the name of it. I had it on the tip of my tongue. Uh, street, I think it's called Street Foods. Oh, Street Foods. Oh, yeah, yeah. Started street watching Food it on Netflix. Woo, woo, it is a fantastic show, dude. It is so great. I love it. Um, because it, uh, a lot like, um, uh, that Argentinian's lady's name is Pato, fool. Pato, dude. I know that is freaking amazing. Her name was Pato, and I'm like, duck, <laughs> what? Her name is Pato, and she makes like this incredible cheese thing. I don't know what it is, but. I was, uh, I was hungry. It's uh, the freaking tortilla, dude. They the call it tortilla, tortilla, but it look, it's yeah. like a cheese pie, dude, or something. I don't know. It looked good, man. Yeah, it's wild, dude. Um, but that show is so amazing. Like, I think Netflix has definitely cornered the market on, like, food shows. Um, I think it has, like, some of the best <laughs> food shows on any streaming or network show. Uh, um, 
So definitely watch it. Street food and it, it, it goes through what is it like six different countries? I think it's I six. I think it's like yeah, it's six episodes. Um, and and all of it is is amazing. You can like binge it uh, in like one sitting. It's it's uh, it's it's great. I loved it. Um, I'm going to go with a show that. I think I think people were talking about it when it first came out. That's uh, season one, and uh, season two comes out this Friday. I'm talking about the Umbrella Academy, man. Umbrella Academy season two comes out this Friday. Uh, you guys can go and catch up with season one on Netflix right now. So uh, it, it's it's again it's a graphic novel comic book show, and it is incredible. It's really well done. I think uh, it's weird. It's out there for sure, but uh, give it a chance. I think you guys will enjoy it and. It's got a great cast, uh, again, a great story, um, and season two comes out on Friday, so that would be my pick. So there you heard it, guys. What we do in the shadows, Street Food and the Umbrella Academy season two, that is our pick of picks of the week, so go out and oh, check it out. What's that? Hold up, hold up, hold up. I want to do one more for all my parents out there. Uh, there's a movie called Animal Crackers on uh, netflix <laughs> that features the incredible like power couple duo of freaking john krasinski and emily blunt uh they're the two like main characters what really? uh of the uh like the two main voice actors for the main characters in this uh, movie uh it, the premise is freaking ridiculous uh you know a guy eats an animal cracker and becomes that animal uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's freaking amazing, but it's, uh, it's an animated movie. Uh, my daughter loved it. Hazel, she loved it. We watched it like five times. Uh, it's, it's a good movie. Uh, Danny DeVito's in this mess too. Um, uh, so it's good. If you guys get a chance to watch it, it's definitely one of those like stay at home quarantine movies that you can't get out with your kids. So definitely put this on. I'm sure they'll, they'll enjoy it. Well, there you go. You got three pick of the week plus a bonus pick for all you uh, parents with kids. So there you go. Thanks, Jay. Sure. So we reached the end, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Beta Report. We enjoy and we appreciate you guys joining us. Don't forget to go to our website. You can check out this episode, which will be uh, up uh, this week. Uh, And all our older episodes, you can go back to the beginning Back when we had Pepino Farmers and Fake Arnolds and all these other people who are, have been on the show before. So uh, go back and check uh, those shows out on our website, thebetareport.com. Don't forget our social media sites, at The Beta Report. You can check us out on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter that we, we don't use, but it's there if you guys ever want to visit us. Check it out. Jay, we also are asking what? Two-star reviews? Five star five reviews. reviews. Get out of here with those two or three star reviews. We want we five star reviews. Five star reviews. Hit us up. Subscribe. Uh, follow. Do whatever it takes to help us grow, guys. We appreciate it. We want more ears on our show, and we appreciate you guys' help. So, till next week, we'll be back with another episode next week for the Beta Report. This is the con. This is Jay. This is Dick McDermott. I don't know he was still around. <laughs> I, know, I thought he left. Hey guys, <laughs> guys. And that's it. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. Here's the